0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know
2: what? Um, Something I have learned from Tori is you do better with positive comments than negative comments. And quite frankly, I think most people do.
3: Yes, I was going to say news (laughs) alert. She's not alone on that. Yeah.
2: But it really does beat her down if you say something or give some kind of advice or critical advice.
4: Yeah, I, it does. And I, it annoys me as much as it annoys y'all. <laughs>
2: I think she shows it more than other people, but I, I think agree. everyone feels that. Well, and all the parenting books say you should look for the positive things to comment like for your kids and not like beat them down with negativity right. all the time mm-hmm. because they'll want to do more positive stuff. But well, what type of negative comments hurt women most? Okay. What type of negative comments hurt women most? They researched this. I have an idea. Okay. I'm thinking something to do with their looks, like weight. Yeah. 47% of women said, uh, uh, of men said a comment about their appearance would be the most hurtful. So 47% of the women and just 28% of men said a comment about their appearance would be most hurtful. So clearly much more hurtful for women than men. Absolutely. Yeah. So appearance was the number one answer.
4: The weird thing is, when it comes to appearance compliments, those make me super uncomfortable. But if you're like, hey, you did a good job today, I will ride that for the longest time. And I'll be like, yay, I did good. Yay, me. We're hoping
2: <laughs> to give you one of those someday
3: soon.
4: Ah, one day, one day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 39% of women said a negative comment about their personality would really hurt them. What was the percentage on that? Wow, it's pretty high
5: too. You think if they got a bad personality and you call them out that they wouldn't care.
3: (laughs) They might still care, but they just would be bad about how they handled it.
5: A
2: lot of times you go, you had a great personality. Sometimes people take that as a backhanded comment, and I don't know why.
4: Oh, so you mean I'm ugly? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know
5: why. Well, I think that's what people use when they can't say anything else. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, you, yeah. you did the most easiest thing. Uh, oh, great personality. Really, she's got a great oh, personality. She, she, has, she likes to
2: talk. Yeah. She so weird. Meters. No one ever tells me that. <laughs> I must be awesome then. All right. <laughs> 32% of women said they'd be sensitive to a comment about their behavior. Okay. What mm-hmm. kind of a comment? <laughs> If you call them
5: out well. because they're acting up in public, and I've had this happen. And like, <laughs> if they're going to have
2: it, too many drinks or something, like, yes. would you be quiet, all right? You're causing yes. a scene right now. Yeah, <laughs>
5: and I ha- I've had to call out friends, just say, hey, you need to chill, and then they get mad at me going... <laughs> Fine. I just won't like, say anything. I'm, like, I'm just embarrassed right now. <laughs> I was having
3: dinner with someone and they were, I felt like being difficult. So I jokingly said, This is why no one likes you.
5: Oh.
3: And that actually did not go over as well as I thought it <laughs> was.
2: It sounded like it's a joke true. in your head. I it?
3: thought it was funny and they yeah. were like, I guess it was too close to true. <laughs> all right. It, it kind of was true.
2: What type of negative comments hurt women most? They've researched this. 31% said if their work were criticized, yeah. they'd be more sensitive to that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And 27% cited a negative comment on their clothing would be most hurtful. Like, you know, I think we can all kid about clothing because sometimes guys don't understand girl clothing. Vice versa. The girls don't understand why we want to wear the same thing every day.
4: I had this conversation with my husband yesterday. I was talking about women's sizes, and I was like, I can be an 8-in-1 shop and a 10-in-another, and and he was like, well, why don't you just go by inches? I'm like, they don't do girl clothes in inches, so it's just a guessing game every time you go in.
3: Why do you suppose that is, Tori?
4: That, that doesn't go by inches because mm-hmm. they want our lives to be miserable.
5: Mm, I think the women have something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, they would. Be, you would be mad if yeah. you did forty inches versus a,
2: versus a size seven.
5: It yeah. is
4: what it is. Just let me find a pair of jeans. It's a way
2: of hiding that. Yes. Is what it's, doing. it's like okay, you're size seven. Hmm. Because if you just saw your inches, you know exactly how yeah. big your waist were. Yeah. Was. The thing
5: is, stores need to com- get together and come up with some universal numbering yeah. system. So all the stores, sevens are the same and twos are the same.
4: Because currently all that happens is I walk in, I'm not the size that I thought I was, and then I drown my sorrows in a pint of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> So it doesn't wow. help.
3: Okay. Wow. I, I feel like that there is a reason they do what they do, and it's probably competitive. I think some stores try to put as big of a shirt or, or pants into as small a number as possible so the women feel better about themselves. They'll be like, I'm going to go shop there because their size Absolutely. threes fit me. And, and you're it like, works. Okay, Bertha.
2: <laughs> well, like, One of all the sizes were zero yes yeah. please you just pick i'm mean, not, not going to put sizes on them anymore ladies you know what just go in the store and find one that fits you and yeah. then just to hide all the sizes
4: i'm telling everyone i'm a zero
2: yeah. <laughs> you got a small a little smaller
4: yeah. a little smaller
5: right. a you don't have any mediums or large yeah, don't anymore. even put
2: big in the word yeah. and,
5: and then you large.
4: have a we can't even see you you're so tiny size <laughs> uh,
2: and then finally what type of negative comments hurt women most i was surprised by this one 20 percent of women and just nine percent of men said they'd be hurt by a negative comment about their kids. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, really? Well, women <laughs> get a lot of the credit or blame for how kids turn out. Okay, but I was saying, are you pointing out bad thing, like you know, the way the kid looks or something, <laughs> and, that, and that hurts your feelings? <laughs> that one doesn't bother me, and that crazy. <laughs> yes people
5: get mad when you call out the way they're raising their kids yeah, i would sit and listen to family of mine call out a mom on the way she's raising her kid yeah and i will say to that family member but you know you do this to your daughter shut up <laughs> <laughs> it's not about me it's about her not raising her kid yeah. right and i'm like you just yeah people don't want to be judged people have a remarkable
3: ability to be hypocritical it's, it's apparently required for us, and so we can sit and criticize someone else for something we do just the same.
5: I do that all the time in here. It's in our DNA. Yeah. <laughs> it might be in your DNA, not
3: in mine. Oh, whatever. I was doing it. That was what I was... <laughs> oh, okay, i get you now.
0: <laughs> Sorry. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
3: Something that has taken me a long time to learn during my life is that intelligence is not some big, broad stroke of a brush, and that someone who is intelligent isn't always smart in every area. We think of someone as being smart, and we hear of them doing something stupid, and then we're like, well, he's an idiot, but he might be a nuclear scientist. He's not a traditional idiot by any means, but smart people can do very dumb things. Well,
2: Alfred Einstein... Didn't he didn't know his home address? Someone yeah, had that's him a little that he, different, though. He, okay.
3: was, he just had a different kind of intelligence. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah. this is a case of people that were very smart. They knew what they were doing, and they took risks they shouldn't, and it cost them dearly. I want to share with you the story of the Demon Corps. The Demon Corps. So Yikes. This is almost good for like a Halloween story or something. <laughs> uh, as you know, if you studied any history at all, we dropped two atomic bombs on Japan in World War II. Now, they attacked us at the Battle of Pearl Harbor, uh, unprovoked, and so at the time that we were having to do this, we made the decision of, did we want our young men to have to storm their beaches and be slaughtered as they came onto those beaches, or could we drop these bombs instead and convince them to surrender? So we made the decision to drop the two bombs. There was a third bomb slated to drop on Tokyo if they did not surrender. Now, as history knows, we know they did surrender. We did not have to drop that third bomb on Tokyo. That's where the demon core comes into play. The demon core was the plutonium ball or core that was supposed to be in that bomb. Since we did not need it for the war, they sent it back to Los Alamos where the scientists were doing experiments. Now, the experiment they would do involved surrounding this ball with material that reflected the radiation back towards it so that it would build up more and more radiation and reach close to supercritical explosion, but not quite. And so the first time they did this experiment, this guy put these bricks of cobalt around it that would reflect him back, but he accidentally put one too many bricks on. It fell on top of the thing and for a brief half second while he reached and grabbed that brick and flipped it back off, he was exposed to a dose of 500 rims, which is about twice the lethal dose oh and he turns into the incredible hulk unfortunately I no <laughs> <in that> movie. <laughs> he turned into the incredible dissolving man as his hand almost oh. uh, within days melted off and in 25 days he was dead at the hospital there now a year later another genius scientist was doing a similar test but they had a safer system now they had two slabs of beryllium that were hollowed out like the inside of a sphere and they would put the ball into the first one and lower the other one down on top. But they kept these little washers that would keep it from closing all the way.
4: Which one of you's doing that? I it's can't I'm oh, sorry. <laughs>
3: Mr. Steele, I didn't do my
5: homework. Can I go to the bathroom?
3: Now, if they closed it all the way, it would cause it to go nuclear and the possible explosion. Pretty much killing everyone around. Well, they got lazy. They got tired of doing the washers every time. So he started using a flathead screwdriver to keep it from closing all the way. Sure enough, it slipped once. He flipped the thing back off immediately, less than a second of exposure. But he got a thousand rims of radiation in that second. They say that whenever it happened, he looked around at everyone else in the room who saw the bright blue flash and the fluorescent lights all exploded and it was crazy And he said, well, that does it. And sure enough, in nine days, he was dead. There were five other people in the room, all of whom died early from things like leukemia, died in their 50s and 60s of leukemia because of that one-day exposure when he did that. And they subsequently melted down the demon core and denied it of its chance to ever be a bomb again because it had already killed so many of our people. And everybody didn't live happily ever after. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. But what this basically, I learned from this is that here you had geniuses. These guys were the first ones to figure out atomic energy and to experiment with it. Yet
2: they did stupid is. Well, well, I mean, we, you all, sometimes you just do it. It's like you know, you're sitting there, you're you're on the stove, you're cooking something, and, and before you know it, you know, you reach in because the bacon didn't flip right or something, because you just, yeah. you know, you just have a little brain fart, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like you've burnt your finger. But these guys, it's, were, it's, it's just a bigger you know uh, these guys knew they shouldn't be doing it they knew how bad
3: it would be if they in fact they got lucky it could have created a nuclear explosion explosion right there in los alamos could have killed hundreds or thousands or more people and they just casually used a screwdriver to close and open that
2: thing
4: yeah they should be smart like us
2: well if you send 1995 to us we can send you a full course and video of Tom telling more stories like this if you're having trouble sleeping. I think Just call
4: some... us. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was fascinating. 0937. I, I wasn't. <laughs> How do I unsubscribe?
5: <laughs> yeah, you're an engineer. That interest you, probably for 99% of our listeners, they were like, what is he talking about? It wasn't about
3: the explosion, it was about the smart people doing dumb things. It's a fascinating thing that a
2: genius would do something so stupid. I want to hear stories about dumb people doing smart things. That that would be more relatable to me. (laughs) They don't have any of
0: those. It's the Hawk and Tom show on B93.7.
2: Time for a crank call with Thelma Hollister. So on the news... A couple weeks ago, you we saw the Carnival Cruise Line, and it caught on fire. I did
3: not a, see that till yeah. you just mentioned it. And yeah. I'm like, looking it up, I'm freaking out. Yeah, that's The crazy.
2: most dangerous thing that can happen at
3: sea next to an iceberg yeah. is fire mm-hmm. or uh, outbreak. Well, I guess that's,
5: uh, <laughs> that's why I'm not going on any cruises. Well, we thought it would be
2: fun to uh, have Thelma call Carnival Cruise Line, and uh, she'd like to book a trip there and have a little barbecue, just like she saw on the news.
6: Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you for calling Carnival Cruise Line, well, the most you. popular cruise line in the world. Well, I know that. Our menu has changed, Hello. so please pay close attention to the following options. All right. If you are calling an employee and you know their five digit extension, Hello. dial 1. If you are calling for employment, dial 2. Hello. If you are calling for an individual reservations agent, dial 3. If you are calling for a group reservations agent, dial 4. If you are calling for an air sea agent, Dial 5. Hello. If you are calling for a sales service agent, hello. dial 6.
7: Would you be If you are from... calling
6: for investor and shareholder information, dial 7. Would you be quiet? For all other employees, please stay on the line and an operator will assist you. Right. To repeat this message, no. press 9. No, no. Thank you. Plus, order complimentary stateroom service 24 hours a day. This is Elvira. I'm a cruise consultant. How can I help you?
7: Well, hello there, Elvira. Hi. How are you? Good, and you? I am Thelma Hollister, H-O-L-I-S-T-E-R-Y. I am calling from South Carolina. Okay. And I am the grandmother of 13 lovely grandchildren.
6: Oh, that's
7: nice. Yes. And uh, I am 83, and I might have to ask you to speak up during the the phone call, because I can't hear very well. Okay. What?
6: Did you want to check a ship?
7: What? This is Carnival Cruise Line. Oh, yes. That's why... Yeah, I know that's why I called you. Okay, I was am, there something that I could check for you? I'm actually inquiring about the ship itself. Okay. Now, I would be leaving from Florida, right? Yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, are there such games as bingo and shuffleboard on these uh, cruise
6: ships?
7: Yes. How about mud-wrestling? No, I love the mud mask. <laughs> hmm. Um all right. How much are the cabins
6: and you you wanted a seven day? Yes, okay. Mm -hmm. How many
7: people? Just you and your husband? Just me and my husband. My kids have been wanting me to go for so long. Uh, And I saw your wonderful commercials on TV, and that is why I am inquiring. Well, I was watching uh, the news the other night, Mm -hmm. and I I saw that commercial, and I said, oh, it looks like such fun, Harold. And I saw it. It looks like that. uh, Do y'all have barbecues on there?
6: No, we don't. No. Okay, we don't do barbecues on the ship.
7: Well, I saw it. Not that I'm aware of. I saw on the news the other night there was a fire on there, and there was a big barbecue, it looks like, and a whole bunch of people socializing on the news. Me and Harold watched it. I saw it on TV. Is this
6: recently? Yes. (laughs) That was a fire we had on board a ship.
7: I'm sorry. (laughs) Can you speak up?
6: That was a fire that we had on board one of our ships.
7: I think I'm, I'm going to have to think twice about that then. I don't know if I would just feel comfortable with a fire like that. Do y'all have those on every cruise you have?
6: No, we don't have them on every cruise.
7: Oh, all right. Because I would feel uncomfortable if that happened every time. I, I'm not a very good swimmer. Anything else? Uh, that was it. Should I just ask for you, Alvira, when Anybody I Anybody can
6: help you when you call in. Uh, just ask for the cruise consultant desk, and anybody else can help you. Can he tell me about the fire? And Everybody's fine.
7: Yes. Well, that's great. I feel uncomfortable. I don't know if I want to do it or not. I'll just have <laughs> to think about it, though. Think
6: about it, and when you have a decision, call us back. You
7: have been such a doll. I appreciate your time today. And You're if welcome. I do take it, if I do decide to go, I'll bring the marshmallows.
6: All righty.
7: <laughs> mm, oh. <laughs> All right. You've been such a sweet help. Thank you, Elvira. Thanks for
6: calling Carnival. All right. Bye-bye
7: now. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care, buy. She was a good sport.
2: Yeah. Thelma's bringing marshmallows next time. <laughs> Coming to the line. Oh. you got to think
3: those people yeah. are not sure if you're legit or not, and they're just trying to keep – they don't want to make you mad <laughs> yeah, if you are no. legit.
2: I know. <laughs> well, bless her heart. That's the Thelma Hollis Crank Call this morning here on the Hawk and Tom Show.
0: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
2: Let's talk about you kissing. <laughs> it's going to tie in real well. Kiss remember? Kiss me more. You
0: remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was
2: just trying to play a, a little prank on Kato one time. <laughs> He's on the computer. It, Turn around. It backfired. <laughs> Whoa. You're a know, uh, bad little kisser, huh? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, 40% of people say they have done this at their house while they were kissing. <laughs> Watch TV. Okay. During the commercials. Or change the channel with the remote. Mm
4: -hmm. I'm not incriminating myself. John might be listening. They've
2: actually broken something in their house while they were kissing.
4: Wow. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, that's some kissing right there. Furniture and (laughs) stuff like lamps were the thing mentioned most. I can see pictures on the wall. Yeah, yeah. You just lean up against the wall. All of a sudden you get a little kiss there and the picture's tumbling down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you don't care. They have broken frames before they did mention that. So you're, you know, you're kissing. Uh, remote was not mentioned as far as breaking the remote.
3: I didn't say breaking
2: it. Oh, okay, changing the channel. Got yeah, you. they changed the channel. I can see you're kissing someone. You kind of reach around and you press the button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to check that score. <laughs> you know the guys do that. They're sitting there, the girl, or she'll come kiss them during their big game they're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Tom, that is your gift is a uh, kissing. So I'm, you. I'm sure that you... Uh, you you, you that's probably that's broke that's something that's out that's in public
5: while kissing. I don't know. Uh, kissing is not usually when I break things. Well, I mean, I remember us going to dinner and you would up against the wall in the restaurant
2: (laughs) with my wife yeah with your wife yeah Yeah. well she
5: wasn't your wife then no
3: but i'm just saying it was you know you have
2: to really be getting into kissing if you are breaking something yeah some people even mention bones they've broken what are you kissing near the stair you know case or you tumbling (laughs) down the steps or something wow it's
4: dangerous
5: i guess so i didn't know we had bones in our lips (laughs) <laughs> Boy, you're going at it right there, ain't you? Uh, uh, I, I pressed a few buttons on the Hyatt elevator downtown. Okay.
2: yeah, <laughs> you, you bought them. Yeah. You're up against then the Then you wild. ride up
5: and down. Mm-hmm. I put it on a show
2: for everybody in the lobby of the Hyatt. Well, we got that glass, yeah, glass elevator. Glass <laughs> elevator.
4: I did have a guy kiss me so hard one time. I thought he cracked a tooth because he came at me kind of toothy himself yeah. and hit me like right in my ah, chiclet. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hurt. So your chiclet's rubbed.
4: <laughs> my, yeah, our <laughs> chiclet's touched. Got <laughs> the enamel
2: scraped
3: off. <laughs> oh. No, I've mm. had like more than kissing. It was like full on making out where, you know, the girl was just so overwhelmed by my abilities that she would just <laughs> <sweep> her <laughs> <arm> back and <laughs> knock stuff off of like the counter or the you know, thing above the bed or whatever. All right, there,
5: Romeo. You know, you do see that in movies where they'll, like, they start kissing in the kitchen. All of a sudden, they just sling everything yeah. off the island mm-hmm. in the middle of the kitchen. And I'm like, yeah. that's going to be a mess. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'd be like, hold on, let me just take it. Let me just remove everything <laughs> first. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get crazy Well, like you're, that.
2: you're orderly like that, yes. you know. Because you do, you're like, you like just throw all the salt shakers on the floor and things are broken, dishes and I everything. Was, you're like, yeah, somebody's I mean, got to clean that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Isn't not right? that
3: free spirit either. Now, yeah. don't Don't get me wrong. I enjoy all that emotion, but I'd rather do it in a place where it's not going to wreck things. Like, let's just move to the living room floor where we got a lot of open space. Or a
2: padded wall somewhere. (laughs) Let's put some bubble wrap
3: down. You know what else sucks is when you're doing this and all of a sudden you look over and on the nightstand or the wall, there's that picture of like your grandpa or something. And you're like, oh, don't watch.
2: (laughs) Grandpa's watching you kiss.
3: (laughs) And you, you respectfully kind of reach over and just turn it. It face down. Oh, yeah. you look at
5: Granny and say, "You'd be proud of me, Papa. You'd
3: be proud." <laughs> My grandfather was a
2: preacher. Yeah, uh, so was mine. So yeah. I'm like, I just have to turn it face down. You ever tried to kiss on a trampoline? Yeah, no. Yeah, just being goofy. So you get dumb. double bounce. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't bounce at the same time, and like the other person bounces, it's just, you know, you're feeling the emotions, you're having fun, you're in the moment, you're like trying to kiss on a trampoline. That's
5: never happening. You get it midair. Gotcha. 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 Okay.
3: Talking about breaking chiclets, that's a prime <laughs> yeah. way to do it.
6: That's
2: exactly. Funny. Well, people actually mention uh, in the kitchen, too, they've broken stuff. So, anyway, you might want to uh, – I'm sure there's some kind of instructional video so that where you won't break something while kissing. Simma down.
3: <laughs> so Simma
2: down.
0: Yeah. Here you go. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
3: When you are out on a hot day, maybe you're doing some yard work. Maybe you've gone to the gym. You're one of those folks. You run, exercise, bike. Why? What do you turn to <laughs> for refreshment when you're done? Okay. What is your go-to drink? And I know beer is, for some people, but that's not a great choice after you've been working out.
2: Yeah, a lot of people reward
3: themselves. Like,
2: man, that's a good workout. Kind of yeah. like when you eat a big meal after you've worked out. Like, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> like why? You just canceled everything you did. But for years, you know, they've been trying to market Gatorade and stuff like that, the sports drink, Mm -hmm. to, you know, give you more energy. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: And there is some truth to that. They picked out the electrolytes that you really need, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot to be said for Gatorade. The downside is it increases your sodium. And so for a lot of people who have too high of sodium to begin with, that gives them high blood
2: pressure. Okay. Uh,
3: But I think also there is that degree of what really cuts through the thirst and, and quenches your thirst, too.
4: A good old margarita.
2: <laughs> salt. There's some salt in that too, just to say a little, a little bit, sa- a little sodium. It's worth the bloating. But you know what I feel like? Water uh, is yeah, the most. That's what I would do because you know you because you'll, you'll you'll work out or you'll get sweaty or something. You're on the treadmill and you're like I'll ice cold Coke, but it doesn't refresh mm. you <laughs> like an ice cold drink of water. Yeah. Mm, for me, it does. I love ice cold
4: Coke, <laughs> but
3: it turns out that's not the best choice mm-hmm. either. Water is a good choice, but not the best choice. I know that. Really?
5: Pardon me, because I've heard. I think I've heard this before. Okay, what is? I've been it is? told to drink it uh, for a hangover. Okay, what is pickle it? pickle juice? It's pickle juice. Is That's it really? Right? Oh yes. wow! Now they do pickleback shots now too. So what's they, a pickleback shot? You can do like Crown and a shot of pickle juice. So oh, you no. do a shot of Crown and chase that it with pickle juice. That does not sound good with it me. Doesn't, but it is. Really, <laughs> you don't taste the Crown and the pickle juice kind of. I don't know. It's not as tart. Well, here's why they say pickle juice is so good. Mm -hmm. They've got
3: a lot of reasons. Okay. First of all, they say it's good after a workout because like Gatorade, it's full of electrolytes, including potassium and magnesium. Uh, of course, uh, potassium is a salt, so you want to be careful with that. But honestly, a lot of times when they give you salt substitutes, potassium chloride is what they give you instead of sodium chloride or table salt. Well, my sodium level's low. So you I can could, use it. You so doesn't hurt could, you. So I'd be
5: okay, yeah.
3: All right. Uh, they say one cup of pickle juice has about a third of the sodium that we're supposed to have in a whole day. Also, pickle juice could help regulate your blood sugar. There's evidence that drinking small amounts of pickle juice every day can keep your insulin levels in check. So that's good reason. So many of us are pre-diabetic. Uh, we've got metabolic syndrome, and we're just right there waiting one Snickers away from going diabetic. Um. Yeah, no, it's worth it, right? Um, Cato, you said this. People claim it's a hangover cure. Yeah, I
5: have heard that.
3: If it doesn't make you throw up, those electrolytes may help you rehydrate. Uh, Also, some types of pickle juice are loaded with probiotics or that healthy bacteria for your gut. However, most of them are pasteurized, which means that that's not the case. But if you get a fancy pickle, it may not have been pasteurized. It may have those bacteria.
2: And if they're past your ears, that's really bad.
5: <laughs> Peste- pasteurized, they're burning.
2: That's my bad joke for
5: today. <laughs> How can you tell if, uh, if it has the good Oh, is a you have to look to see no. if it's pasteurized or not.
3: <laughs> if it is pasteurized, it will not have them. If it's not pasteurized, then it could very well most likely have them.
4: Yeah, but I just read this morning that the whole probiotic thing isn't even real. That there's like a big marketing scam, basically. Yeah,
3: that doesn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that was the case. It's one of those things that sounds really cool, but mm-hmm. also is a great way for people to make money with no downside.
2: Yeah. I've not done enough research on pickle juice. Like, where do you get your pickle juice? Do you just get it out, <laughs> out of the pickle jar after, it, you know, you got one or two more pickles left? or. No, I just oh, yeah. turn it up with the pickles in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you ever run out of pickles and you're still you're making your sandwich and you want a couple pickles on there and you're like you go you reach for the pickles you look in the jar and like oh man there's just pickle juice here so you just take your fingers and you just flick some pickle juice on it just to get a little pickle flavor <laughs> mix it with the mayo
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: make a little pickled mayo yeah, yeah you can yes. do that that's uh, a good idea how many flicks do you need for the, the that Perfect pickle taste, (laughs) just just to get it moist. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to get too much pickle juice on your bread either. It makes it green and nasty. Uh, I'd
5: also use leftover pickle juice to marinate chicken. Okay. Yeah, Chick-fil-A does. But, but,
2: hmm. but do you get it like in a six-pack now? I've does pickle juice come like, a you know, in the cans? I'm
3: pretty sure you get it from your leftover pickle jar.
2: That's Well, because you were, taking, you were saying that people replenish, their, you know, they drink that after they work right. out. Like that's a lot. Like when you drink a lot of water after you work yeah. out, you're because you've sweated all your sweat out, Like it looks like they would market it and have like, you know, two-liter pickle juice <laughs> <laughs> bottles for us. No? Okay.
3: Well, it also helps with muscle cramps. People's cramps go away faster when they drink a third of a cup of pickle juice, so it doesn't take that much, Hawk. Mm -hmm. They think the vinegar has something to do with that. And pickle juice can help you lose weight. A 2009 study, people lost more weight when they drank a little bit of pickle juice every day.
4: Is that because it's hard to keep it down?
3: No, I think it's the vinegar again, because remember the vinegar diet where you drink vinegar too? So, apparently, the vinegar in the pickle juice is the magic solution. You could skip the pickle juice
2: and go straight to vinegar. Boy, but people that drink that vinegar, have you tried that? Like, they say it's good for you. drink mm. or like a tablespoonful of that. Uh, is apple, cider? apple cider vinegar. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah. It's nasty. I mix um, honey with it. That's it what I do. It gives me indigestion because I'm trying to do that
4: supposed to help get rid of that
2: exactly mm-hmm. yeah you're doing it wrong i must have because it does not taste good i mm-hmm. cannot have a i couldn't do a diet of that
3: well <laughs> i went through a stage in my teens where i would eat just jars of pickles my mom would buy a jar of elastic dill pickles and i would go through it in a day <laughs> that's it a was, Vlasic pickle it, it would start eating the, the skin off the roof of my mouth i was eating so much of it but, and I wasn't even pregnant. <laughs> if
2: you did that today, though, Tom, people would have they would I know, question that right? because of your belly. But, um,
3: yeah, I don't know what the deal was.
5: We had a, a question on text that says, so, is pickle juice moonshine good for you?
3: Um, um, oh, probably. probably not good for you, but it sounds like it might be good. I don't know.
5: I've never heard of it, but I'll try it. Yeah. That's
3: yeah. Weird. That's weird. Kate will try any moonshine.
5: And my pickles are not pasteurized, the ones I buy. Oh, really? What do you buy? Clawson. Kla- I like Clawson, too. They're in too. the that's refrigerated okay. section. So you probably get the good benefits of that. Yeah, that's good. I don't feel like it at times. <laughs> you ever <remember laughs> look at a pickle, though, and think it has acne? No. Yeah. Little <laughs> yeah, those little bumps. Yeah, those bumps. It's like that one. That's chill bumps. It's going through
2: pu- <laughs> puberty. Because <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>